think that we may need a wrestler in the White House. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Running like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We're Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Dave, what episode is this? This is episode 301, 301. Yes, I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. As you just heard, I'm joined here by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. And collectively, you can follow us on Twitter at MarkinOut. Check us out, MarkinOut.com, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkinOut. Definitely going to have some Black Friday sales coming up shortly. Check it out. Be patient. Wait. Definitely buy our t-shirts. Yeah, buy our t-shirts. Buy Montreal Broski's first thing in the morning t-shirts. Buy everyone's t-shirt. Why yes. not? Stone Cold Steve Austin, everybody. YouTube.com slash Marking Out. You could check us out on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Dave, how is your day? My day is amazing. I can't believe that it's really this sunny right now. Yeah. It's a nice day outside. Yes, it is. It is very... Good day to go like, to the driving range or something, right? <laughs> yeah, in the 45-degree weather. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. People yeah. people going to golf. Golfers going to golf. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. Uh-huh. I feel like I guess we have to address right off the bat that there's a new presidential president-elect. Yeah. Who would have ever thought that somebody associated with WWE... The, the first person that would you would be like, oh, did you hear there's somebody associated with WWE as president of the United States that it would be Donald Trump? Uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, That's WWE so Hall of Famer is now president. Like, I, it was like, dude, watching, like, first of all, the last election, I couldn't even, like, watch on television or anything because we had Hurricane Sandy, so there was no power. So I was listening huh. to it on a radio. So at whatever time the results came in, I was like listening to it on a radio at like two a.m. Whatever, three a.m. Really? Yeah. As opposed huh. to what? How else was I going to find out who was president? Yeah. But this year, watching it like from it was wild. I mean, I don't. From what I've heard from like speaking to my parents and other people, this was the most uh, exciting finish. Um, <laughs> exciting finish. Yeah, it was the most. It was just the most intense uh, last few moments of the election. Yeah, it was. I mean, well, they so were. Close. They were. Yeah, they were. They were really close. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so watching SmackDown live and watching the presidential election results pouring in, like it's like, oh, the first results come in at seven p.m. It's like seven p.m. comes or six p.m., six p.m., seven p.m., eight p.m. And like more and more people are. The votes are, like, confirming, like, oh, Donald Trump won this state. Hillary Clinton won this state. And it's like, oh, my God. This is, like, it's just coming off of a week before with the the Cubs World Series. Right? And it was, like, 
tournament like, events recently. Like, I, dude, at three, at like what was it, two thirty a.m. when Trump, when Hillary Clinton conceded or whatever, and Donald Trump officially won uh, that night. I was like, I, I just, I, I was like, I started laughing. I was like, I can't believe this. Like, this is like, this is a WWE Hall of Famer that's going to be our, the mm-hmm. president of the United States. It's just, it's, I mean, like, I have, it's, it's crazy. I don't know. I have no. Now, is this Linda McMahon's shot to finally get a, senator? a cabinet seat or something? Yeah, whatever she wanted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, she had how many, was it two failed campaigns? Yeah, two. But she did support Donald Trump. She did post the picture. I, I, that's what, it, like, another thing that, that surprised me was the fact that, like, you have a, like, Donald Trump is 100% a WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah. Not nowhere on WWE.com was like a congratulations type of thing. Like, oh, we have the president think, of the United States or something like that. I think that they have to go very, uh, no pun intended, they have to go to political route with it. They have to really try in, to in make sure sense? they don't. Huh? In what sense? Oh, you don't want to support Trump. You don't want to. Ex- exactly. They don't, they're going to be like, oh, you WWE, you support Trump, so you support, you don't like this fan base, are you trying to say? Yeah. So I think that it's it's a safe bet. But I mean, even like a blurb, like WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump is president. Like not even that. Like you have tons of history with Donald Trump. Yeah. Like if The Rock won presidency of the United States of America, they're not going to, they wouldn't have like a blurb at least. Imagine if The Rock runs in 2020. I, don't, I mean, there's rumors, apparently. I don't know. Why is it I could easily see that I could see him doing it? It's like, imagine him at the debates, though. It's like... I know. I mean, <laughs> one of the bad things about this election, for sure, the outcome-wise, is that some of these celebrities that said that they were going to move to Canada didn't move to Canada yet. Yeah, well, like, I mean, moving to I'm Canada... I'm still waiting to hear that person that I really don't know, Amber Rose, and then Al Sharpton, and all these other people, Lena Dunham, I'm... When are they moving? But moving to Canada is not as easy as it seems. I know. I saw that too. <laughs> yeah, that. So. But, but I think the only person that I actually don't want to see leave is Samuel. <laughs> Samuel. I was like, who the hell is Samuel? <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. Everyone no, else. Was, there were some good people on that list. Uh, what has Nev Campbell done? Uh, are, you, are you reading this list or you just have this in your head? No, yeah, no. I, the list I just saw. Yeah, so we really need Whoopi Goldberg anymore. I mean, she's not really that funny any longer. I mean, what is she going to put out another movie about her taking over control of the Knicks? Come on, I what, think what movie go. is that? Um, I forgot. It was a one. It was a name, like a person's name, and it was only one word for the title. Well, regardless, which is one, ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Um, moving on from that, how was your week? My week has been amazing. I uh, got to finish up classes today, uh, well, this week. Finish up classes, finish up my last final ever. Uh, Wait, ever, ever? Ever, ever. So now you're a doctor? Not yet, in May. In May, I'll, I have two clinical rotations, and then in May, I'll be graduating with my doctorate. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you had another semester. No, I mean, um, it's till May, but right now it's 
only clinical rotation. So it's like interning. You're working for free. Yeah, I know what so, interning is. <laughs> yeah, so I'm starting that next week. So there's really no break, but it's it feels so good to finally be done with classroom setting stuff. Wait, so you're at least not- for now. I mean, I'll still do some continuing education and uh, courses and stuff, but not at the same magnitude as this. Come home for Thanksgiving. I have to see what the hospital schedule is. I have no idea. They, if they have me on schedule at the hospital, I'm going to be working at the hospital. Tell them you have something more important to do. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't help you today. Hey, don't, don't give anything away. Podcast in person and play WWE 2K17. Oh yeah, that's not what you have to do. So, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, my week, oh, though, my, yeah. week, my week was it. My week was good. Uh, have you ever heard? You've heard of Alexa? Alexa? No, Alexa. The 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 Amazon Siri. No. Yeah, so Amazon sells this thing that, like, you would be like, Alexa, what's the weather? And she'd be like, ding, the weather right now is 44 degrees. Really? And it's like, yeah, and then, like, it, my, my grandma got one. And, and oh. my, my dad and my uncle hooked it up to her house, so it, like, Alexa, turn on this light, and the light turns on. So weird. Like, like I, I, was, I was blown away. I was sitting there. I was like, Alexa. Were you like, were you like huh? How do I get one of these in my room? No, I turned to Jared, though, my older brother, and I was like, so are you about to buy one of these? He goes, I'm thinking about it. It was nuts that you can control the whole house with this. If you had a thermostat, you could hook it up, like a, a, an electronic thermostat. You could just, That's, yeah, you're, Alexa, make my house 68 degrees. That's wild. Yeah. Alexa, play this by, play, play Blank Space by Taylor Swift. Okay. And then she starts playing Blank Space by Taylor Swift. I don't know where the music's coming from. Don't you have something similar or no? No. No, you just have a remote control stuff. Yeah. Like the only thing close to this, to me at least, is Siri. But Alexa didn't know answers to questions. Mm-hmm. Like I would be like, hey, Alexa, give me the history of Kit Kats. And she says, I'm not quite sure what you're asking. I'm like, oh, thanks. You should be like, hey, Alexa, play uh, Mark and M. I'm yeah, sorry. No, she didn't. She yeah. didn't. She didn't know it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I think I think it's because it's like it must be like connected to some like you must need like an extension app or something for it to to play podcasts or something. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So, but that thing blew my mind, and like uh, even like you could ask it like, oh, how do you say hello in Korean or something? And she'd be like. Well, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but I've added it to your list. So, like, it, like, comes along with, like, a list of everything that you... Oh, she has a list. Yeah, she does. Uh-oh. Jimmy Jacobs didn't come up with that one. <laughs> Wait, so why is it that... Um, I just don't get it. Like, what's the difference between that and Siri? Doesn't Siri well, have the same possibility, like, potential? I guess, but it's just not like... That's a phone. It's not, a, it's not like an actual dock. That's true. I know that they just made it so I think the MacBooks yeah, have not, Siri on it. I have not updated. I do not want to update. The last time I updated to the to the operating system I have now, like I had so much problems. Mm-hmm. But like that's going to be Apple. Always updating every single day. And um, I don't even think I've – I don't – I definitely didn't update it yet. I did not. To which? 
The new one. Right, but you have the... I don't even know what they're called these days. I have... Um, I don't remember. You what? have El, El Capitan? I think the one after that. No, that's Yosemite, I think. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Which one El, El Capitan was the latest yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. El Capitan. Oh, and then, oh, Yosemite was before that. Now it's Sierra. Sierra Hotel, Nevada. Indigo. Sierra Hotel, Hotel Indigo. Echo, Echo Lima Echo. Delta Shield. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, then, what else? Also, what? yeah, aside from Alexa, last night on Jimmy Fallon, David Blaine was on. And I, and What's I, your take on him? I, I mean, he's a magician mm-hmm. or something. I don't know what it is. But uh, an illusionist, I guess you might say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was on Fallon, and I, I knew that he had a special coming up next week on ABC, next Tuesday, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to record it. And then he did the stuff on Jimmy Fallon. I was like, yeah, I'm, I need to record this. Because it was just simple card tricks that he was doing. But it was like, mm-hmm. he, he literally, he had, they gave they gave the one of the guys from The Roots 10, 10 cards so press in, he had it inside his jacket, like on his, like pressed against his chest. Ah. And David Blaine goes, Jimmy, na- name a number or whatever. And Jimmy goes, three? And he goes, okay. And then he like throws cards at the guy from the roots. And three more cards were added to his stack. That's wild. Then he had the 13 cards. Did the same thing with the chess thing. Had one member of the Roots name a number. Had another number, uh, another member of the Roots name a, another number. Combined it. Threw, threw cards at his chest. Boom. He had 20 cards in his hand. I never once did you see... You, you see 13 cards go into his hand on the chest. And when he comes out, he's got a sack of 20 cards. I don't mm. know how magicians do that. It's insane. And then, and then he swallowed all this water and coughed up a, a frog. I, some of it I'm very skeptic, skeptical with buying into, you know, because there's just so – it's so tough to lose your sense of reality when you see things like this, you know? I, I watched it in slow motion. I have no idea how any of that was done. I mean we've seen uh, – we wanted to uh, – What's his face? Uh, Dan Sperry. Dan Sperry in New York City, the shock illusionist. And I, we were fascinated by him, but we also like were trying to piece together how. And you just um, can't. You can't do it. Unless you're a magician and you know it, you can't. You don't know. You ever watch that show, Masters of Illusion? Which is what? It's a show sometimes on TV, and it pits like the top of the top illusionists, like uh, uh, Penn and Teller caliber. And, it, and, I mean, they've had uh, Dan Sperry on them before and many others. And it's just unbelievable some of the things that they that they do. Yeah, I've never seen it. It's like on uh, America's Got Talent this season, they had the clairvoyance. And the, the stuff That's that they funny. were doing, like I've seen the, their act before with other magicians and stuff. But I don't, I there's no, like I don't understand the person takes out like a dollar bill, a random person takes out a dollar bill and she's reading the serial number off of it. I don't know how, I don't know how you do that. It's like, it's, it's mind blowing. It's really fascinating what they, what they can do. Someone else that's really good is, uh, 
Um, Jarek, uh, was it Jarek 120? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, Disturbed Reality, and everybody should go check him out uh, on his YouTube channel, Disturbed Reality, because Jarek is definitely worth checking out. Uh, go follow him on Twitter at Jarek120, pro wrestler too, but his, his tricks are really entertaining. And the cool thing with him and his YouTube channel, Disturbed Reality, is that he actually will show you how to perform some of these tricks. So you can actually take, your, take out your deck of cards and go through it with everything. So, um, it's like the stuff, yeah. that, it's the stuff that magicians do, man. And it's like, it sucks. That, like Penn and Teller, I, I, they, they came for like three weeks or two weeks on Broadway, and I really wanted to go see them, but like mm-hmm. just nobody wanted to go, and the, the tickets were super expensive also, but... I'm I would love to see them. I don't know. I think I definitely enjoy it. Like I've seen a bunch of their tricks before that I'm sure they might do on stage and everything, but like it's just so good. Well, that's it, the thing. You go like back the, and forth. I the, mean, once you've seen it, have you seen it all? What, you, what does that mean? Well, I mean, like, like once, once you, you see, see one a musician woman get sawed saw, sawed in half. Yeah, like once you see someone get sawed in half, you see that trick. Pretty much you've seen it already, so, I mean, like, yeah. if you see Penn and Teller show, you've seen all of them. What? Like how comedians, they have repeated acts and everything. Right, yeah, well, different. So if you know Penn and Teller's stuff, and, or you go on YouTube. Yeah, but not, all, like, but there's not, like, you're not going to go into a Penn and Teller show, I don't think, and, and have seen everything that they do. I think they might switch it up, like, every single time, so it's, like, a fresh... That's smart. Show, I don't know. Perhaps. Who knows? I don't know. I've never seen them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. But well yeah. That's smart. Yeah, so what else is going on? I mean, we spoke about the Cubs last week. This week, Donald Trump became the president of the United States. Um, president it, elect. Yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of unfortunate, though, the reaction, the uproar. I, I could understand nonviolent protests, but burning the American flag, like, I feel like people are taking it a bit, a bit too far. I understand freedom of speech and stuff, but you're burning the American flag, something that is, that you should always stand by and support. You're, you're not, you're not standing, standing by America. And I don't know. I think, and there's so much hate out there. Like on Facebook, there's, everybody's very hateful. And very quick to bash uh, each other, you know? It just stinks. Yeah, just, I mean, if, I mean, I people are allowed to protest, just do it peacefully. Yeah, keep it peaceful, but also just stop bashing everyone. Let every, Everyone's allowed to their opinions. Yeah, they may not be right all the time, but doesn't make, put you in charge to kind of like grill it into their heads that, no, you are wrong. And this is why I just you don't have to do that. I just wanted everyone on Facebook to move, move along from the election talk and everything. And I posted a bunch of Nickelback stuff, so it would yeah. help, but it didn't help because I figured everybody hates on Nickelback. I personally like Nickelback, but everybody hates Nickelback. So if you post about it, maybe they'll go back to hating Nickelback instead of yelling at each other. Over but is that even legit, though? What? Like, can there be legit hate towards Nickelback, or yeah, is it people more hate just, Nickelback? Or is it just like really people not like jumping on a bandwagon and being like, you know what, I like them, but 
I'm going to pretend I don't like them, so I'm cool. I don't know. I mean, let's face it. Nickelback does have a few good songs. <laughs> Dude, it's like the thing. Like, everyone says I hate Nickelback. or Not everyone, but people say I hate Nickelback. But when they did the theme song to Monday Night Raw, I would literally watch people live in the audience singing along. And I'm like, you you just said you hate Nickelback? You're like, um, this is Nickelback. This is Nickelback? It's like, yeah, yeah. this is Nickelback, bro. Turns out you like Nickelback. <laughs> I was supposed to see Nickelback last year. I thought you did see them. No, the Chad Kroger got something wrong with his vocal cords or something and had to cancel, and they never came back. I was Mm-mm. so disappointed. I was so looking forward to seeing that show, too. Messed up. Because like, I, I looked at the set list. They did every single song I would want to hear. They did the Monday Night Raw theme song. Plus, they were with Lifehouse, who sang that one song. Uh... Lifehouse. I don't know. I don't know Lifehouse. I probably do. Yeah, I think you would probably do. Mm-hmm. But let's move away from that and go on to some sports entertainment. Yes, let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which, by the way, if you uh, did not pre-order WW2K17, you could pick up Goldberg and the Nitro and... Uh, Halloween Havoc arenas for downloadable and, content for I think four ninety nine now. Yeah, go check that out. So I just want to confirm we're going to be rolling with this, right? With what? We're going to be uh, moving around that script uh, a little bit. Correct. The rundown. Yeah, we're just going to go with the Monday Night Raw. Oh uh, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it. So Monday Night Raw kicking <laughs> off with. Uh, well, I was going to also on the topic of two K seventeen. They updated it again. They put like a patch in. Another patch, like within mm-hmm. a, another week of the other patch, and stuff is going horribly wrong now. Like what? Like they created superstars. All of a sudden, like they look like they have underwear from their feet. Mm-hmm. And uh, like knee pads have like spikes coming out of it. And some huh. sometimes a wrestler looks like they have like white flames coming off of their body and stuff. That's weird. Like, it looks cool, but I'm not trying to have a wrestling match against Ghost Rider. I'm just trying to be Grand Metallic. You know what I mean? Hey, I get you. <laughs> but moving back to Monday Night Raw, Stephanie McMahon opened the show to introduce Team Raw for Survivor Series, which she introduced Seth Rollins to be the last member of Team Raw, which, of course, they all started fighting. And then, Stephanie, yeah, and then Stephanie McMahon set up a fatal five-way match between the five of them for the main event. Pretty much saying, like, all right, this is your one chance to let have it, but you guys got to get on the same page once Survivor Series hits. Yeah. Um, but the first match of the evening, we saw Sin Cara teaming up with Rich Swan to defeat the Brian Kendrick, the Brian Kendrick, and Noam Dar. Noam yeah. Dar and his... Uh, in his hometown crowd. Yeah, Dar, Dar had a pretty impressive match. Yeah, which I, I like. Uh-huh. It's like, first of all, I mean, it didn't make sense at all to me as to why he was teaming up. Why would a face team with a heel until mm-hmm. after the match? It made more sense. Mm-hmm. But, like, he, dude came out with, with Pyro, a huge ovation, and then lost in his hometown because that's what they do to people. Yeah, very unfortunate. But, you know, I think that it was fine because of the ending with him and Kendrick. Yeah, Kendrick I, blamed I, well, the whole loss on Noam Dar. 
and uh, attacked him. Yeah. Attacked Dar. So uh, I guess that's going to be a feud within the coming up soon. Maybe. I, I like it. I I'm down for Dar Kendrick, especially because it gets Kendrick away from the championship scene. No, Kendrick's and, the champion, bro. Are you kidding? Ah, uh, well played. And, and they're coming with SmackDown stuff. I don't know. Well played. SmackDown has a whole other ball game coming soon. So I forgot that he was still champion. Yeah. Um, How could you forget? It was just one week. Yeah, we just it just happened. Uh, Sagara, I liked his uh, his swanton to the outside of the ring. Yeah, and I liked I his, that spot was pretty cool. I, I liked his his new attire. I was mm-hmm. I was hoping that someone would have created it for 2K17. However, that's not on 2K17. Nobody did it yet. So yeah, but my fingers are still crossed. I'm hoping okay, like get on that. Now that you can have like two slots, two a two attire slots when you download a, uh, a, a an attire or something, I like. I'm hoping that somebody does Samurai Del Sol and an Octagon Junior situation. Oh, like all on the same one thing. Yeah. So, but like that's yet to happen. I got two El Genericos out of it, so that's cool. That works. And I could just pick Sami Zayn, and boom, he's El Generico. Nice. He'll Very be called cool. Sami Zayn still, but still. What's that? I said he'll be called Sami Zayn still, but still. You know, you know, it's generic, yo. Yeah, but uh, after that match, uh, did you want to discuss anything further with that match? Or oh uh, no, that's it. Yeah. So after that match, we went backstage where Stephanie was uh, back there saying Mick Foley couldn't be there. I don't know where Mick Foley was that night, but she invited Daniel Bryan and Shane to Raw next week. And then Sami Zayn walked in, and she was like, I don't like you. And even even though he stepped up to face Dolph Ziggler to face him for the uh, Intercontinental Championship at Survivor Series, uh, United States Championship used to be on SmackDown, uh, and she was like, I'd, I'd rather see Rusev. And then she set up a uh, match why, between them. Why? <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Why is there? Why does she not like him? Didn't she? Wasn't she just on his side? For what? I mean, tri- Triple H was on KO's side, but Stephanie was on Rollins' side. This is Sami Zayn. Oh, I thought you just said uh, she was talking about to Rollins backstage. Definitely don't think I said Rollins. Oh, I don't think I don't think you're even listening to me. No, are, are there you. are there any horseshoes? <laughs> Yeah. I misheard you. So then after that, you had Enzo and Cass come out and cut their promo. Club came out. Golden Truths, Cesaro, and Sheamus came out. They all argued because that's how Survivor Series match feuds happen. Mm-hmm. And the club then had a match against New Day containing uh, Big E Langston and Kofi Kingston. So I don't, I don't really get why the club was going over in this match, but... I mean, and this is what uh, didn't they defeat them last week too? Um, New Day. No. Well, yeah, last week New Day lost, but but like DQ to Cesaro, Sheamus. No, no, that was Helen. So um, last week New Day like... just had a promo, I think. Yeah, they just had oh, a promo. All right, but like even like it's like you're you're introducing all these teams for a Survivor Series match. I just don't <laughs> understand, especially with. New Day being the team captains, uh-huh. or the assumably team captains. Yeah. I just don't understand why they're losing, unless it's like, oh, New Day loses, but they're still going to be champions. 
So like a situation like that. Uh, I mean, I go back and forth with it. I'm okay with them introducing, bringing out all the tag teams and stuff like that. But uh, the match did nothing for me itself. Yeah, it's it's just like it leads to nowhere. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had the tag team action continue. The Shining Stars picked up the victory over Golden Truth. Yeah. I don't really have anything to say about this match. Well, I mean, earlier, earlier in the night, our uh, truth traded their Survivor Series team spot for for timeshare in Puerto Rico. And Goldust got pissed, and for whatever reason, WWE replaced Golden Truth with Shining Stars. And that's what this match was for, to see if Goldust can get his his spot back in Survivor Series. But Shining Stars won the match. and There was no avail. And the spot on the team, so I don't... I don't quite get it, but whatever. Ah, it is what it is. Up next, Michael Cole introduced the women for Team Raw, where he brought out Charlotte, brought out Nia Jax, brought out Alicia Fox and Bailey, and then Charlotte announced Dana Brooke to be the fifth member of the team, which everybody knew wasn't true. Sasha Banks came out. But uh, I think the biggest question here is how... The hell did Alicia Fox get on this team? Right? I mean, I'm watching this, and she's just standing there, and I'm very confused as to, even still, they don't know if she's he- if she's a heel or a face. No, she's face here. She lost to Nia Jax yeah, in September. Yeah, she was face, but... She lost to Nia Jax in September, which was the last significant match that she was true. in at Clash of Champions on the pre-show. Yes. And I know a lot of people got pissed off at this segment because the fans were just... Wouldn't let anyone speak. Bailey, they were just chanting for Bailey because mm-hmm. we were in Scotland. Not we; they were in Scotland. <laughs> yeah, kind of like we won the championship. Yeah, that's. I hate when people say that. I absolutely hate <laughs> when they say that. But uh, yeah, so people were pissed off, and I kind of showed to me that Charlotte couldn't control a crowd. I'm okay with this. I thought that she didn't need to control the crowd. No, I think she, I, as a heel, I think you should have had people booing for you. I don't think so. I think that it was perfect. I think that them, she antagonized them. She said, "She quiet, didn't though. She just said quiet down." Yeah, and stuff but like they that. didn't do anything. They just continued to be the same level. Exactly. But you tell the crowd to quiet so they get louder. No, they didn't get louder. They were the same. They were already loud. Got even more loud. No. And wrong. then when she looked at Bailey, she was just like, "This is all your fault." This yeah, is that, all because of you. Yeah, that was horrible. This is they all got, your fault. Yeah, I thought it was fine because no, it got she's the awful on the microphone. Louder. She's terrible. They did get louder. I thought they, they didn't did. do anything with Jennifer Lopez. It's not a thing. I thought it was fine. I think it's I Jennifer was a Lopez. fan of this. The only thing I wasn't a fan of was Alicia Nia Jax and Alicia Fox involvement. Well, I mean Nia but, Jax, you knew Alicia Fox. That was a surprise. <laughs> if you're going yeah. to call it a surprise, I don't know. Well. Which, but of course, it it leads to a match because that's what they do. But uh, Alicia Fox, Bailey, and Sasha picked up the victory over Charlotte, Dana, and Nia Jax. Which, firstly, I have to say, I absolutely hated when when Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Alicia Fox hit a baseball slide to Nia Jax, and it had zero effect on her. Yeah, Nia Jax was on the outside of the ring. Three. Three women knocked into you with the dropkick. Does nothing. 
But Bailey was able to knock Nia Jax down on the apron when she she hit her forearm. Of course, it's the way that uh, a I three person dropkick does nothing. I don't I don't understand. That doesn't make sense to me. Kind it does nothing. It, it gets the crowd. I think the crowd likes that those spots where you, normal like they they won't go down because of the three drop kicks or whatever the triple drop kick. But then I mean, like, they'll, I get that they're they'll trying, go down because Bailey did this. Yeah, but I get that they're trying to to show Nia Jax like dominant or something. But three people come at you with a drop kick, you're going down. Come on, there's no way. There's no way. I mean, I know I would. You would uh, go down for three drop kicks. Yeah, if someone hit me with three drop kicks, I would be down for the count. And yeah, well, and then uh, Charlotte accidentally hit Nia Jax with a big boot, which. Uh, I think that whole last, like, minute of the match was super sloppy. It just, like, I'm fine with the big boot. I'm fine with that. But, like, the whole whole ending sequence of the match was just off for me. Mm -hmm. So. And I see there's rumors on uh, the sheets and the sites that Vince McMahon did not like the ending of Sasha Banks versus Charlotte at Hell in a Cell. I can we fault him? I mean, we didn't like it either. Yeah, right. I mean, at least which, at least which he's, there's there's he's reports. There were reports saying that it what it had nothing to do with his choice of Charlotte to go over. He thinks it was something else in the match. It's like, mm, I mean, I'm pretty sure you had somebody losing their hometown, which didn't deserve to lose. Pretty sure it has to do with Charlotte, also. Uh huh. But whatever. Yeah. Up next was that match that Stephen McMahon set up. Sami Zayn defeated Rusev. Um, not really much to say here. It was a good match, though. Sami uh, Zayn, who accepted the challenge, fought Rusev to see if he could answer Ziggler's challenge, and then Zayn won, which means WWE just wanted to waste our time and, and have Rusev in a match and do nothing with Rusev. Yeah. And, and I don't know. It's just whatever. It's funny because yeah. as, as much as I want to see Sami Zayn versus Dolph Ziggler, which I know is going to be a good match or would assume is going to be a good match, I wish somebody else was given that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, I know there's no chance in hell, but I was kind of lobbying to get Tony Nese in that spot. <laughs> that would have been sick. I would have, yeah, that, I would have enjoyed the hell out of that. That would have been Nese sick. versus Ziggler? I think so. Um, Next up, you had Kevin Owens, the main event. Kevin Owens, the champion, taking on and defeating Y2J. Roman Reigns, also a champion. Rollins is Roman. Um, It was uh, pretty much a huge brawl the entire match. This match was dumb. I thought it was so stupid. They, They went to commercial break with nobody in the ring. They came back from commercial break with nobody in the ring, and nobody was doing anything on the outside. You had five people in the match, and they were barely all together in it. But I, that's what these matches are. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I, I really liked a few – I did like a few things in this match, like how Kevin Owens and Y2J were teaming up a lot yeah, and hitting a lot of double-team moves. I like that. Uh, Rollins with the kendo stick on Strowman was kind of weird. A weird spot. But I thought that coming out of this, Strowman looked the best. I thought he looked really strong. I thought that he – just look like how he should as a powerhouse, you know? Yeah. I thought most of the ending was enjoyable. 
Uh-huh. Rollins, Rollins hit that pedigree on Chris Jericho. Kevin Owens hit the super kick or whatever sidekick on Seth Rollins who fell out of the ring. And then this is where like the awkward part was where Roman Reigns hit a weird Superman punch and then like didn't really like he hit it, but it was like a reverse one. It was weird and mm-hmm. somehow fell out of the ring. Yeah, which I like the ending causing Kevin Owens to just fall just, on top of Jericho for the pin. Yeah, I thought it was great with that. I but thought that it was, was hilarious. Still super a weird setup where with Reigns that was so that's I didn't get that it didn't make sense. Roman um, Reigns has never fallen out out of the ring after a Superman punch. That makes no sense. I mean, maybe he was exhausted. Yeah, no, that makes no sense. Yeah. But I guess this could lead to eventual tension between Kevin Owens and Jericho, so. I don't know if this is going to lead to, I don't know. I, I feel like there's already been some tension with Jericho. Yeah, no, KO. There's, there's been, but. Yeah, there's this, been, this but. Feels I, the fire. Yeah. We'll see what happens with this. Yeah. Um. All right, so that was one in a Raw. Let's get on to some SmackDown. SmackDown opening up with good old uh, Shane McMahon and Team SmackDown. Mm, well, hmm. yeah, well, I, mean, I guess if Yeah, I clumped it as Team SmackDown since it was like... Well, I mean, it first opened with AJ Styles basically saying James Ellsworth was a disgrace to, to wrestling, basically. Mm-hmm. Which is... <clears throat> Booker T's kind of uh, agreeing with that. You see that interview or whatever? No. Booker T was like, man, I wish he would just go back to the independents. And, or if he even said it, I'm assuming he did. He said he was like appalled that he was at the same convention as him. That <laughs> James that James Ellsworth was there signing autographs off of his 15 minutes of fame. Mm. It's like let the come on, let him have his time to shine. Eh, I go back and forth. I'm over. I think you got what you wanted. Have him get him away. Yeah, but if he's the most over person out there. Get him away. If I don't think he's good for wrestling. Good on, for WWE. But, but if he's the most over person out there, you gotta money's money. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of this storyline from the start too though. Well, so So Shane basically told Team SmackDown that they all need to work together. And then appointed James Ellsworth to be the team mascot. Mm-hmm. And then because this is how these matches work. Shane McMahon set up a six-man tag with the Wyatts and Orton teaming up against Dean Ambrose, James Ellsworth, and Baron Corbin. Which backstage, Baron Corbin's like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. So Shane took him out and placed him in a match against Kalisto, who made it, who's making his return that night. Which our tweet made the WWE Network. Thanks, guys. Thanks for Yeah, good job. We appreciate that follow. For, from WWE Universe, though. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Nope. Which I guess I should say for the 300th episode, I appreciate all the wrestlers that listened in WWE. Yeah. Some of us. Thank you very much. Some of them made it uh, made it apparent that they listened, and I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you to everyone for listening, too, though. We yeah. really appreciate your support. So, Yeah. And speaking of things that I appreciate, seeing Breezango pick up the victory against the Vaud Villains to join Team SmackDown at Survivor Series. I am just happy that Vaud Villains did not win. 
It's a shame that like I mean not a sh- I mean I don't know how to react like because they were so. I don't know, man. NXT, they just had like it was just something there. I, yeah. It was just the entrance. That's yeah, it. Probably, yeah. It was just the entrance. Yeah. I mean, I didn't care much, but other people did. But yeah, at I least Rizango picked up the win. Yeah, I, I, was, I wish I wish Blake and Murphy were still tagging up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I but wish, I would like next to see up them tag up again. But yeah, next I'm, up, assuming, I'm assuming Brizango will be the first. If they're not the first eliminated at Survivor Series, and I'm assuming it's Shining Stars, but yeah. at least they're in the match. Yeah, that's true. Up next, we had Naomi defeating Natalia. Um, this match was a sham. Because you had Nikki Bella out there, Carmella came out, and... Natalia got shoved by Nikki Bella. So should have been a DQ and Natalia should have won? Yeah. That's kind of weird with that one. Next up, you had Kalisto take it on Baron Corbin. Uh, match didn't even start. Uh, Corbin was on the outside of the ring walking that apron. No, and- no, 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 no. Baron Corbin attacked Kalisto during his entrance. Yeah. Then they brawled. And that's Bam Roasted to Baron Corbin because Kalisto got the upper hand. Yeah. He was walking that ring apron, and I guess he said that he felt a pop in his knee and buckled. He went to the ground, and the one he stood up right in front of the steps, Kalisto rocked him with a dropkick to that knee, that injured knee. And, uh,. Referees came on down to take care of him. For some reason, he gets back into the ring, and they're taking care of him. But then Kalisto turns back and gets on that top rope and performs a, a frog splash to that knee. Yeah, That's showing a side of Kalisto that we haven't really seen before. I like it. Yeah, and then backstage, uh, backstage Daniel Bryan told, told or Shane told Daniel Bryan that they need to find a replacement for Baron Corbin for Team SmackDown. So yeah, Daniel Bryan. Heard about that. Yeah, Daniel Bryan was on the search, and yes, we did. So Bam roasted to you. Well, not not yet on there. Oh, when this was yeah. Yeah, still Bam roasted to you, but yeah, why not? Up next, we saw the returning to the ring Becky Lynch defeating Alexa Bliss to retain the the women's championship. Which uh, this match was supposed to take place at No Mercy back in October, but Becky Lynch wasn't cleared to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I, for the most part, I enjoyed the match. I just didn't like the ending. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm just not a fan of the match in general. I, I don't see how not. I, I, I don't know. I liked the match. Just the ending to me was, I mean, you had Becky Lynch locked Alexa Bliss in the disarm her, but Bliss, first Bliss touched the rope with her foot, referee, right in front of the referee's eyes. Nope. No mm-hmm. break. She struggles to get out of the move. She inches closer, closer to the ropes, grabs the rope. Becky Lynch gets her off of the rope. Referee's like, no, whatever. Just waves it off as if, like, I mean, as far as I, I'm, my understanding of professional wrestling refereeing, somebody grabs the rope, immediately you break it, no matter what. Yeah, once it, once it touches, that's it, rope break. Not if, like, you could grab the rope, rip them off the rope, you still got to break it. Didn't happen. Actually... Huh. I'm, that's 
It has to be that. That's what it is. It has to I'm be. I'm trying to think if, like, if we've ever seen people just take people in a, like, sharpshooter. Someone grabs the rope, touch it, like, touches the rope, and then they pull them into the center of the ring, and it's not broken up. I don't, I don't know. But the match ends anyway where they reposition it, and Alexa Bliss's foot is on the rope. I get, yeah, that's storyline purposes, I guess. But it's right in front of the referee's face. Like, come on. Yeah. And I already dislike that referee. I think he sucks. No Which offense to him. Uh, what's, the, what's his name? I don't even know his name. Um, what about the uh, being called the main event of SmackDown Live? Yeah. I, that, yeah. that? That knife jabbing into me. All into me. Mauro Ranallo, just all over and over again. This is the main event of SmackDown. This is the main event of SmackDown over and yeah. over again. I just, I, I don't understand. How, how could you have, how could you call something the main event if it's not actually the main event? I, I don't get that. I, I, I can't. I hate it. I, it's very confusing. It's like, yeah, it's fine. You did it at no mercy. Oh, we're starting with the main event. That's how exciting this is. Yeah, no, but it's you not the main event. Yeah, you weren't using the. It was not the main event. Not the main event. People were tweeting like, "Oh, we still have this match. How's this the main event?" He goes, "It's the main event. This is the main yeah. event of SmackDown." Doesn't work Becky like that. Lynch and Alexa Bliss. This is the main event of SmackDown. Over and over again. Thanks, bro. How many times are you gonna mention that on SmackDown? Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. That really just pisses me off. I hate him. I can't stand his commentary. I can't. I can't do it. I really can't. Well, there you have it. Brandon <laughs> just can't do it anymore. I can't. I quit. I quit. You heard it here, folks. He quit. Made about the SmackDown. It doesn't make any sense. But up next after that, Daniel Bryan and Shane were backstage talking and Miz and Maurice walked in. Uh, which they complained about Dolph Ziggler facing Sami Zayn at Survivor Series. And uh, then they announced that the Cruiserweight Championship uh, will be on the line. Like Raw's letting SmackDown have a match. So Kalisto will face Brian Kendrick for the Cruiserweight Championship at Survivor Series. That should be really good. Yeah, and if Kalisto wins, the, the title comes to SmackDown as well as the roster, which I... Would have say I would say assume uh, look look for that because two oh five live is on Tuesdays. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, so which that's just even like Monday Night Raw. Like, uh, is there really enough time for cruiserweights on SmackDown now? I think so. I think you could easily fit them in. Have less promos. Don't have well, your what, where two does, deepest matches. Where does Raw go? What what happens with Raw? How many like? I don't know. Um, I mean, I think it still remains the same. No, because you're taking out stuff for the... You have time for the, the cruiserweights on Raw. Mm -hmm. That's just going to make matches even longer that are like matches that shouldn't be longer. Main events that are like 30 minutes long when they should just be 16 minutes long. Which Wait, is, why? You, what do you mean? Shouldn't be 16 minutes long. What? It's not going to be on Raw anymore? That they said if if Kalisto wins the title, this the title and the roster is going to SmackDown. Oh, I didn't realize it was like the entire like division aspect of it would be on the move. Yeah, but like I'm assuming they it has to be if 
for 205 Live, if that's going to be live every day after SmackDown, then how yeah, do you... Yeah, I mean, how do you how do you have a roster flying for Monday and Tuesday like that? I mean, it's, exactly, it's been done, but and it is currently done, but I don't know. And then and then on uh, talking smack afterwards, Daniel Bryan and Miz were talking, and uh, he announced Dolph Ziggler versus Miz for the Intercontinental Championship on SmackDown 900 next week. And if Miz loses, they might trade him to Monday Night Raw. That'd be interesting. Yeah, so maybe Miz will go to Monday Night Raw. I would not be opposed to that. Up next, we saw Kurt Hawkins defeat Apollo Crews. First Mm -hmm. SmackDown victory since 2014, maybe? Wow. Mm -hmm. Wowie, wee, wow, wow. Yeah, so Apollo Crews went for a crossbody from the top rope, and Hawkins ducked it and then just locked in the Oklahoma roll for the win. Yeah, very quick uh, quick victory. And I don't know, that was really it. He celebrated, and not much else was done. Yeah. Uh, next up, you ended up having the main event, the Wyatt family and Randy Orton picking the victory over Ellsworth and Ambrose and Kane. Yes, who uh, that that's who the partner was designated as for instead of Corbin. Yeah. Which I'm shocked. I'm Kane. shocked this match wasn't a a no holds barred match or a street fight or something. That I would have having the Wyatt rather family seen. involved. Seriously? You always complaining about it. Well, no, I mean if it was the Wyatt family and everything, I, I wouldn't mind it, but I wouldn't overdo it either. I think the main part to take away from this match was the fifth member of it was after this match Ellsworth yeah. lost it for the team we could say that but uh, oh without a doubt yeah but uh, the main thing That's sure. I, is, I, I just don't like that Kane was involved with this either especially it's like yeah because yeah Daniel Bryan finds like oh I know I know a replacement or whoever goes I know a replacement here's Kane so Daniel Bryan and Shane come out to find a fifth member right before Team SmackDown tears each other apart. And they're like, no, we need to f- stay unified. And Daniel Bryan's like, well, I can't be the fifth member of Team SmackDown. And I have a whole list of names here on the right side who are eligible to be on Team SmackDown. And then somebody on the, on the left side of my list of the name I chose to be on Team SmackDown. So I can't be on the team, but Shane, you can replace Baron Corbin. And, and he I, thought and about he, it. He did the yes chant. Everyone did the yeah. yes chant. I, I, it's like I'm. I guess like I'm fine with it. I, well, I why, like, why wouldn't you be fine with it? Right. I, well, there's reasons why I wouldn't be fine with it. As in, like, first of all, you have Kane replacing replacing uh, Baron Corbin in that match. Kane. Could have been, been the one to be replacing him. Um, Kurt Hawkins, Apollo Crews. Mm-hmm. The list goes on. And on. And on. But I'm, I'm fine with Shane McMahon because I like watching Shane McMahon wrestle it. So I think it's cool. I wish I was alive for it. I'm back and forth. I, I don't mind it, but I would have rather seen other people in that spotlight. But on the other hand, I also... Do like seeing when Shane gets uh, gets involved with matches. 
And then this goes to kind of like next week, like we mentioned last week, that Undertaker is going to be on. Uh, yeah, the 900th episode of which, Smack It Down. Which is this Tuesday. Um, so, like, will he have a Survivor Series opponent? Like, Edge? Could, no. Undertaker. Ooh. What are you kidding oh. me? For some reason, I, I switched over to Edgehead. Yeah. So, will Undertaker have a match at Survivor Series? Could he have not replaced Baron Corbin? I think he could have. Like, could they have not been like, oh, you have a week. Daniel Bryan, we need, like, we need to know. Give us, here's the week or whatever. Take the week. And then all of a sudden, Tuesday comes and Daniel Bryan's like, you know, uh, I can't be on the team. But somebody who's legendary to SmackDown can. And then, gong, gong, an Undertaker comes out. And people, absolutely, they would lose their their That would be sick. But that's not going to happen. That would be sick. Yeah. Completely. But they, they did say that Edge is going to be there hosting the Cutting Edge with Shane O'Mac. So we'll see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moving on from SmackDown to NXT real quick. Uh, this was the, the final finals. The, well, the semifinals. I was going to say the final, the final matches before TakeOver. Um, yeah, Dusty Rhodes, the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic semifinal match. The Authors of Pain surprisingly picked up a victory over against uh, DIY. Do it yourself, Gargano and Champa. But it's because the Revival were hiding under the ring and they knocked out Johnny Gargano. Nah. Um, you also had a semifinal match. TM61 defeated Sanity. Um, yeah, they, they did a, they, that was a quick. Quick uh, pin there. They were lucky to get that that, that pin. Hopefully, Team TM sixty one goes on to to win. I do like how agile Sanity is. Yeah, for being a man of their size, like they're able to still take uh, good bumps. You know, yeah. and I mean, like I think one of them he got hit with a power bomb recently. By it was just like it was weird because he's a big guy. But it's kind of on the other hand, it's it's cool to see. Yeah. So, so at the uh, at NXT Takeover Toronto, you're going to be seeing for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals, Authors of Pain versus TM61. Um, going TM61. Paul Allering is going to be suspended in a a cage above the ring. William Regal made that so he can't get involved because he got involved in this match. On NXT. Yeah. So that should be interesting. We haven't seen one of those things in a long time. I don't even remember when we saw something like that. I mean, it has to be the Attitude Era. Like, Was Stephanie I mean, ever suspended? I don't know. I just remember that one with, with Lawler. Like, I remember seeing clips of it where Lawler, he picks his nose to, for it to bleed. I don't remember. Yeah, because Lawler has something with his nose. I think it's like, I don't know if he has a deviated septum or something, but like, I think Bret Hart might have been in the match. Uh-huh. And Jerry Lawler knew, like, oh, if I do this, my nose will start bleeding and it'll look like uh-huh. it's the altitude. Oh. Yeah, so that's, he, that's, interesting. What, that's what he did. And he had the nose bleeding. Yeah, so. Interesting. We also uh, yeah. we had Ember Moon taking on Rachel Evers and uh, defeating Rachel Evers. Um, yeah. No longer Paul Ember- Ellering. 
or no, no, lo but, no longer Ellering. No, but uh, Ember Moon is really making a name for herself on uh, the NXT roster, though. Yeah, picking up a ton of victories. And uh, only a matter of time until she faces Asuka, I think. Mm hmm. And um, then uh, it ended with the NXT TakeOver contract signing between Shinsuke Nakamura and Samoa Joe, which Samoa Joe was kind of disrespectful, sat, sat by the stage, by the commentary table, and made William Regal bring the contract to him. Mm hmm. And uh, in order for them to be sure that there's not going to be a brawl between them. William Regal had six security guards in the ring, and uh, Nakamura just ended up taking them all out, showing a, a, a different side of Nakamura. He power bombed one of the, the one of the security guards through the through a table too, just leaving, yeah. just like playing games with Samoa Joe, basically being like anything you could do, I, I could, could do, do better, it, and I could do it to you, and I'm going to do it to you at NXT Takeover, and you will not be the champion. I'm. I think it could be. Uh, it's tough because now you see rumors of Shinsuke going to SmackDown soon, but I could also see him picking up a victory over Samoa Joe for that championship. Yeah, so, except Nakamura's champion, David. Yes, well played, well played. Why am I mixing up every champion today? Every single one. Every single champion. I'm like, like I can't believe Alexa Bliss is champion right now. I can't believe Brian Kendrick is not champion. Uh, he is champion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're like, New Day should be champions right now. I can't believe they're not. Who's the tag team champions? Uh, New Day? Yeah, for Raw. Yeah, and that's happened Slater before. And Rhino for SmackDown. Yeah. But I, I think... I about them. Yeah, I think you need to take a break right now. So we'll be right back here... On Marking Out. Hey everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, and you're listening to Marking Out. And remember, everybody's got a price for the Million Dollar Man. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This again is episode 301. Uh, moving on from WWE, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, NXT, so, to some outside the ring news. Um, right off the bat, after five years of being the senior director, senior create, no, senior director of creative writing for, for Impact Wrestling, for TNA Wrestling, Dave Lagana has left TNA. After we yeah. thought he was going to be the savior of TNA, he was like, nope, not going down with the ship. I'm leaving. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, he pressed, uh, eject on that ship. He pressed delete. Delete and left. Yeah, um, Sinkara and Y2J apparently they got into a little scuffle on a bus overseas, uh, but now WWE is making Sinkara take some uh, anger management classes. But so that's going to be pretty interesting to see what happens with that. From what I mean, this is Sinkara's both of their second. Uh, altercations. Y2J had his altercation with Brock Lesnar recently, and then Sin Cara had his altercation with um, Simon Gotch yeah. recently too. So both of them Which have apparently Sin Cara was on the bus making noises that everyone told him to stop, and he wasn't stopping. Wow, he sounds really mature. That's what it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you do the same thing, so 
That's true. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's that from? You know, Vern Troyer. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, I knew it, but I, didn't, I couldn't think of what it. What was that show called? From the Surreal Life. Yeah, oh, Surreal Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then they, they sent Sinclair to the SmackDown leg of the tour. Yeah. So. But uh, moving on from that, Steve Carino was a guest trainer at the WWE Performance Center this past week. Ring of Honors, Steve Carino, uh, which I guess was made known because he was in the Mannequin Challenge. Which actually was really cool Well, to I'm see. also assuming he posted it on Twitter as well, but... Mm-hmm. But yeah, he did the, the the mannequin challenge video, which I thought was the dumbest thing until I saw NXT's mannequin challenge video. Like there, yeah, there's NXT's no, really- there is no mannequin challenge video that's better than NXT that I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. The, the president, they had one or whatever the with the Cleveland Cavaliers and uh, and LeBron James and Michelle Obama and everything. They all they did it. Nothing compares to NXT. <laughs> I saw one with XWF uh, or XWA. Um, I saw one with the James Corden show. I saw saw the Knicks game had it. I saw little kids were doing it. Mm -hmm. They sucked. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, NXT crushed it. I mean, you had, uh, what is it? It was like, oh my God, look who's there. Oh my God, there's them. Oh my God, look at this. I mean, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce like doing their... Like how, how, like... First of all, they were going through the the gym portion, right? Having, having to hold the weights and stuff like that. Those are heavy weights that they were holding too. Oh, I didn't realize you were a gym psychologist. Oh no, I mean, <laughs> I just have eyes and can notice when there's a lot of weights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you had that one guy, right? There was there was that one guy who looked like he was in his fifties with all the chains around him, doing like a pull up. I think it was. Yeah. it's... That stuff was nuts. I don't know who that is either. Yeah, there was a bunch of people that I, I didn't know, but that's like yeah. the, that's but like not not who we know, but back to like the weights and stuff with Peyton Royce and uh, and Billy Kay balancing themselves on the ropes perfectly still. Then yeah, was, that was awesome. And, and it was cool to end with. Uh, I liked how they had like sanity like yeah, in the peeping, background. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, Huh? They were like peeking through the curtain or whatever, coming through yeah, the curtain. Yeah, they were like making their way like just out of the curtain. I thought that was cool. And then they ended it on the champion, Nakamura. Not yeah, which... Mojo. <laughs> yeah. Mojo's not champion. Yeah, which I thought looked awesome. It's like... And then they had one of the... I forget who it was, but they had... Someone was in the, the crossface. And it's like, damn, I wish I could like... Like do mm-hmm. like photo shoots and be like, hey guys, pretend you're in the middle of the match and... <laughs> Like that would be an awesome eight by ten that they that they were doing. The, the Nakamura pose that that over there by the entrance would have been an awesome eight by ten. Definitely, there's a lot of cool stuff in that in that mannequin video. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Don't don't do mannequin videos though. That's stupid. Don't. Do yeah, it. this is the new. Uh, yeah. Whatever that is, where Harlem Shake. Yeah, Harlem Shake. Yeah. Uh, I totally which, which wasn't even the real Harlem Shake, so that was even more. Yeah. Uh, Total Divas will premiere this coming Wednesday, so if you're into that sort of stuff, go watch it. Yeah, you have the season finale of Total Bellas this past week, where 
Johnny Ace and Mama Bella got married. Ooh. Daniel Bryan wasn't medically cleared to be there, and I didn't see Animal there, so that's weird. I don't know. I wonder if they're like, I'm assuming they're on speaking terms, right? Would you assume that? I don't know. I thought that they had a fallout, or. I don't know. Weren't that good because Animal. He was suing WWE? Yeah, because he was suing WWE. So. Yeah, I don't know. Well. On December 15th, Final Deletion will officially air. Uh, so that should be... That's the one that they just recorded, or...? Well, they put off recording due to the money and stuff, but I guess okay. they might film it, or maybe it filmed already. I don't know. I, I don't know who... I wonder who will show up for that. Who knows? It's like, it, su- it sucks because, like, clearly New Day's not going to be in it. Oh, obviously. But, like, I wonder Imagine what... if they had, like, New Day action figures in the background. I could imagine that. That, I, I would pop for that. And I could actually see them, like, if you go into Matt Hardy's house, you see the, like, that one of them riding the unicorn, like, on the mantle. Yeah. Or something. What that I could hope... be one way of, like, getting a... Would they get sued for that? I mean, there's no logo. No. For having somebody else's product in your video. But it's not a logo or anything like that. It's just an action figure. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would assume no. I mean, it's it's huh. as hell, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But uh, hopefully, that's just going to be like it. Like it'll be that episode, and it's not going to be like clips in between an episode of Impact, like it was with the final deletion. Or whatever. I yeah. What I, I what, what I would like is a commercial sh- free. Wait, what was it called first? Final deletion. That's what it was called. Yeah. So this one's not called Final Deletion, is it? That's all. Yeah. That's it. It's the total. Total. Total, total uh, nonstop deletion or something. Total deletion. Total something obsolete like obsolete deletion. Something like that. A giant gauntlet match. So I'm looking forward to it. I know. Hopefully it's hopefully it's done well. And I mean, obviously this has been so totally, even recently with their newest stuff with the uh, the decay. It was just so much more better than uh, what they decided what to do with the New Day and Wyatt family when WWE tried to rip them off. Yeah. And e- even currently with the final deletion with Matt Hardy and them continuing, it still tops what WWE tried to do. I that WWE thing was terrible. It was a blatant ripoff, and like, and it went nowhere. It led to nowhere. It led to nothing. No, it led to it was, Randy it Orton. It, it's now Randy Orton's leading the Wyatt family on SmackDown. Yeah, but uh, ESPN made an announcement this past week, which I popped for. That I think it's like three days before the Super Bowl in February, they're going to be airing a thirty for thirty on the XFL. Yeah, so we get to hear about He Hates Me yeah, and a lot more. That should be pretty cool. Should be interesting. And I think there's um, like, there was, I think, I'm almost certain WWE was the reason why they have that overhead camera mm-hmm. now for football games. Yeah, no, I think XFL was the first uh, sporting event to use that overhead camera. Yeah, Vince McMahon's like, we do it in wrestling, let's do it in football. Yeah, it was a smart idea. Um, and if you ask Mauro Ronaldo, he'd be like, this is the main event! Yeah, no. 
Uh, also, just to add a little bit, uh, Terrence Gato Garen, aka Rhino, he was elected to be Michigan State to Michigan nah, State legislature. He wasn't though. Legislature. I, I thought he was. No, I don't know. Both. There's I like just found. I just reports. found an article saying that he was elected to Michigan State legislature. Yeah, and then there's reports out there that says he wasn't, and like he lost by a landslide. Really? Yeah, I don't know which. Like, obviously, I I think WWE would have posted about it if Rhino did win. So I have no. I don't. I don't think he won. I mean, but it's weird that yeah, it says because I I uh, looked up. I went to like Detroit websites and like newspapers from Detroit to look it up, yeah, and, and there were two different. Report. There were two different things. Like all these newspapers, they were like some were saying he won, some were saying he lost by a landslide, and I was like, I can't find a medium. So I yeah, Bleacher Report uh, is reporting it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he won. I don't. Because if you if you type in that the, his opponent Abdullah whatever it was it it also shows that he won by a landslide. Mm -hmm. So I have no clue. Yeah. Then right here it says WWE Tag Team Champion Rhino loses state representative election. Yeah, see, so I don't know. And then here it says not elected, but Bleacher Report was just reporting that what he was. Yeah. So. No. He, all right. Well, maybe he wasn't elected then. Yeah, I don't think he was, so... All right, well, sorry to hear that, Rhino. If you want, you can come on to the podcast to talk about your feelings. We're here for you. Yeah. yeah. But uh, moving on to the independent wrestling results that we had from 11-4, the 4th of November. Shh, that was stupid. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Shine 38 from Arbor City, Florida. You had an Anything Goes match. Uh, Mercedes Martinez defeated Andrea... You had, yeah, you had, you had Chelsea Diamond pick up a victory over Priscilla Kelly. Tracy Taylor defeated Miss Rachel. You had ACW women's title on the line. Aria Blake pick up the victory. Uh, no, and uh, Brandy Lauren went to no contest. Yeah, Aria Blake is still the champion, though. Yep. You had Raya O'Reilly defeating Rachel Ellering. Leah Bates picked up the victory over Jesse Bell Smothers. Raquel defeated Tessa Blanchard. Amanda Caroline, Ra Carolina Rodriguez and Shayna Bezler picked up the victory over C4. Uh, Sue Young defeated Soraya Knight via countout. The Shine title number one contendership on the line. Lafisto picked up the victory over Allison Kay. Yeah, and then the Shine championship was on the line. Champion Eva Lee successfully retained the title against Vanessa Craven, so... I guess look for Ivelisse versus Lufisto in the future. Yeah, you also had Ace taking place on 11th, uh, 11th, 11th, 5th. Yeah, now, uh, now whose intro is worse, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was going to say 11th, 5th. Um, Ace Crossroads to all of them, Wallington, uh, Wallington, New Jersey. Fight for Flight Championship on the line. Jesse Vane successfully defending against Sonny Kiss and Josh, uh, Josh Glyde. Sebastian Cage picked up the victory for the Battle of New York, I believe, over EC Negro. The Dukes won the Chance of a Lifetime Battle Royal. Yeah. They had a Diamond Division Championship match. Anthony Gangon defeated Ricky Reyes to become the new Diamond Division Champion. Yeah, yeah. Dog Collar match. Anthony FNB Ramirez picked up the victory over Jamal Jackson. 
And then the championships, the Ace Tag Team Championships, the winners of the once the the chance of a lifetime battle royal, the Dukes picked up the victory and defeated American Powerhouse to become the new Ace Tag Team Champions. Yeah, and then in the heavyweight championship match for the main event, Dan Moff picked up the victory over Mario Bocara, Crowbar, and the champion TJ Marconi. So new champ Dan Moff. Yeah, congratulations. Congrats. Upcoming indies. On the 17th, we have Creative Pro Wrestling, a pro wrestling show in New York State, uh, taking place in Hicksville, New York, on Long Island. Uh, cap Championship on the line, Max Casters, uh, defending it against Mario Bocara. Alex Reynolds will be taking on Pat Buck. You have the Cap Tag Team Championship, Massage Envy, defending against Michael J. Feinstein and Bronson. The Breakfast Club and the Hit Squad. The faculty will be taking on Johnny Clash. Izzy McKenna taking on Lisa Lisa Vero. Delroy. Uh, Liza. Why yeah. did I say Lisa? Yeah, well, Liza Vero. You know, Sorry. Just, you know, bless her heart. <laughs> Delroy Alexander versus Johnny Silver will be a match that you will see if you go to Creative Pro Wrestling on the 17th of November. Yeah, the Warren Cousins taking on Kai Katana and Kevin Gibbs. And Beefcake Charlie will be taking on Bryce Donovan. Yeah, so go check them out. Yeah, taking place on the 18th of November. Future is now pro wrestling will be taking place. Uh, give them what they want in Queens, New York. You're going to be seeing Darius Carter take on Sonny Kiss. Joey Ace taking on Papadon. The New York Wrecking Crew will be taking on Zoltan. Azrael taking on Mike Verna. Friends of Tom will be taking on the Super Savages. That's actually an awesome team name. What? Uh, huh? Which one? Friends of Tom. Why? MySpace. Oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Maxwell <laughs> Jacob Feisty taking on Rude Boy Riley. Ken Broadway will be taking on Matt Tremont. And the Hog Heavyweight title on the line, Anthony Gangon, going to be uh, defending his championship against Bull James. Yeah. Also, on the 19th of November, WSU, Breaking Barriers 4 in Voorhees, New Jersey. Penelope Ford taking on Priscilla Kelly and Renee Michelle. Kiara Hogan will be taking on Britt Baker. Jade taking on Taylor Hendricks. Bale Spin taking on the Sinister Sweethearts. The WSU tag team titles on the line. The Fella Twins defending against the Backseat Girls. And the WSU Spirit Championship will be on the line. Champion Leva Bates will be defending that title against Sue Young. I'm saying Sue, won Sue Young wins this one. Uh, WSU World Title on the line. Allie taking on Mercedes Martinez. So that should be a fun show. Also a fun show on the 19th of November. Russell Pro Deletion is coming in Rahway, New Jersey. EJ5 taking on the WrestlePro Tag Team Champions, Pat Buck and Ryback, and the Broken Hardy Boys. Yeah. Uh, you have C-Bunny taking on Antoinette. You, had Delroy, you have Delroy Alexander taking on Colt Cabana. Beach Bums will be taking on Taboo Crew. Riz Avery Quailing taking on Giant Leather. Apple Core will be taking on the Aesthetic Males. Mario Bocara taking on Anthony Bowens and Bull James. You got CPA taking on Habib from the car wash. Kevin Matthews and Craven Varro taking on Team España. Yeah, and then they also have a event on the twentieth. Well, don't uh, the championship match, the WrestlePro Pro Championship match that night 
is going to be Bobby Wayward taking on Dan Moff. Oh, yeah. How did so. I skip over that? <laughs> it's okay. Uh. We're just so used to Kevin Matthews being in the main event. <laughs> yeah. So the, the 20th, also on uh, of November, WrestlePro Battle at the Ballroom taking place in Newark, New Jersey. You have, uh, you're going to have Ryback's going to be there, Cole Cabana, Crowbar, JTG, Deanna Perrazzo, and the, ro- the WrestlePro roster. So check that out as well. Yeah. Um, hey, Dave. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go check out the homie Shinobi at the homie Shinobi. Thank you very much for promoting us. Also, go check out Victor at VGW underscore. And also check out Jonathan at Mr. John Faust. Thank you, everybody, for promoting us this week. Um, Victor, thank you for listening to us. Uh, Everybody that listens to us, thank you. We really appreciate it. If you do decide that you want to put out a little tweet to promote our podcast, we will mention you on this podcast and try to promote you, try to help you gain some followers, get some uh, exposure for you. So feel free to always tweet us out at Marking Out on Twitter. Um, and also while, while I'm at it, if you are a musician, if you are in a band, if you are a solo artist, uh, we are more than open to playing your music. All you have to do is send an MP3 of your music to markingout1 at gmail.com. Um, and we'll definitely help to in, and, uh, we'll definitely help give you the exposure that you should be getting. So send us an email. Hey, Brandon, do you have any... Shoutouts? Oh, that's it! Well, Dave Chappelle gets the first shout-out because he's hosting SNL this Saturday for the first time ever, and I'm super pumped. I really, I can't wait. It's long overdue that he's hosting this, so... Yeah, it's gonna. He's never hosted before. Yeah, like I just said. It's, yeah, it's so it's gonna be a very interesting show. It's like I want to see. Be, I want to see Chappelle show his skits. I don't know if that's gonna happen at all, but uh huh. That's it's awesome. I can't wait. I think we can. I think I would expect to see some Chappelle show uh, skits being used. I don't know. We shall Chappelle see. Show. We shall see. Yeah. Uh, South Park's up next. This week's episode was hilarious, and I, uh, I, I wish, I wish episodes were longer. Well, I mean, do tell what happened on this week's episode. Well, I mean, Mr. Garrison was running for president and won. Yeah, did he win? He won. Yeah, yeah he won. That's fine. And then something's going on with member berries. I don't know what's happening, but oh, I saw them riding in a car uh, to Toto, right? Africa? I don't remember. Now I don't nah. remember. I it sounds familiar, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But I don't want to spoil anything. So okay. But the <laughs> last shout out goes to the front page, which is currently on Broadway. Uh, I got tickets to it for January, so I'm looking forward to that. It's a show based in the 1920s about a newspaper, which is a comedy. But I, I'm going, I guess, because. John Goodman and Nathan Lane star in it. Uh-huh. John Slattery's in it. Christopher McDonald's in it. 
So a bunch more too. So I'm pumped for that. Mm-hmm. I uh, gonna see Shooter McGavin live. <laughs> you when you see him, are you gonna do like the uh, bang? <laughs> yeah, right. It'd be cool. Like it's where like people go afterwards to meet them and stuff. Like at the back door or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've never are you gonna yell that. to him like like Hey, Shooter, you suck or something. <laughs> well, I mean. Well, I would really like to yell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shooter, can I have a bumper? No, not that. Yeah. Imagine, it's like, this is Christopher McDonald, and I, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I can't say anything on the show. Nope. <laughs> but uh, those are my shout-outs. Moving on from that to... Our... That's right, our mark out moment of the week. I'm going to go with mine first. I said it earlier in the show that David Blaine stuff just blew my mind. And I guess you have to be a mark to believe in magic, so everyone's a mark, right? Mark. Everyone well, is. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. I couldn't, all, I still, I have, like, I, I have. Wow. So is Brandon finally admitting that he is a mark? I have no comprehension as to how that possibly so, so Brandon, so, are you so what's are, your so what's your mark out moment of the week then? <laughs> uh, my mark out moment of the week is probably the uh, that mannequin challenge that NXT did. I had no clue what it was. Like I figured that it was them standing still, but when I clicked it, I didn't see any of the other videos. So I was watching it going into it with no idea that this was a thing, and it was just so surreal and weird and cool. Um to watch especially i love it when they show you the backstage stuff and walk you through everything but i i marked out for that yes it was an awesome video but that is our show this week thank you so much for listening for 300 and now one episodes uh well not really but still uh check out our past episodes on itunes stitcher radio google play markingout.com follow us on twitter at markingout Follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Follow Dave at DaveTheRave underscore MO. Facebook.com slash ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. Black Friday sales are coming. Buy our shirts. Facebook.com. said that already. YouTube.com slash out 11 Check us out everywhere. The internet. We're awesome. We're so cool. We're the coolest people on earth. We wish you... The the best of luck in your future endeavors. Main event, main event. Have a fantastic week. Ah!